So the market has been a painful place to be over the last few months. If you've been keeping up with what's been happening in the economy with the world as a whole, you know it's been pretty painful. Let's just look at, let's just go to the screen and look at what's been happening in the last couple of months. If we look over the last day, yeah, it looks pretty good. We're up 0.22%. If we look over the last five days, we're down almost 4%. If we look over the last month, we're down almost 6%. We look over the last six months, we're down almost 20%, which means if we look over year to date, yep, we are officially in the bear market in the markets. By the way, a bear market just means that the market is down 20%. In other words, it means that we have experienced a full-blown crash. Not to say we haven't been in a bear market for a long time. One of the signs of a bear market is something called lower highs. So if you look at just this graph right here, you can see how like every once in a while the market will take off and it will form a lower high and then it will drop again. It will form another lower high and then it will drop again and form another lower high. We've been in a bear market for a while now. I think I said this a while ago. I think this was back in April or maybe it was in March where I was like, yo, we are in a bear market. But, you know, at that point in time, it wasn't that bad and things weren't looking that dire. But now when we look in the last one year, in other words, if you invest at any time between June 2021 and today, you've lost money. Basically, you've lost money on on something unless you invested in oil stocks only you're losing money right now like the stock market as a whole is down 13 percent every single dollar that you invested between june of last year and today you're down 13 plus percent so then the question is what do we do what do we do during these times where the market seems to be like, yo, do I go to cash? Do I stop investing? Everything's just looking like it's going to end. Everything's just looking so terrible. Everybody's talking about a recession is about to come out. When you turn on the news, everybody's talking about the stock market is crashing. What do you do? What do we do in these situations? One thing I always like to do, first of all, is to take a little bit more of a zoomed out perspective on the market. So if we look on Google Finance and look at this five-year view, if you invested any time in the last five years from 2017 to date, you're still up 50%. You're still making a good bit of money. If you had invested any time in the last five years, for some of us, we only invested in the last two years. So if you say I only started investing since COVID, cool, 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 cool. So if March was the first time you invested, we'll say like February 21st was the first time you invested. And we zoom all the way out from then, you're still up 10%. Or if you said, okay, I started investing later at the end of March is when I started investing, you're still up 59%. The point I'm trying to make is sometimes we got to take a zoomed out perspective and see the bigger picture. Because the thing is, when it comes to investing, we're not investing for today. We're not investing for tomorrow, especially if you're my age. The only people that I should hear any freak out from are people who are about to retire and they're trying to figure out how am I going to be able to use this dollars for my retirement. And at that point, you need to be working with a financial advisor to be able to work you through all of that. For the rest of us who have 10, 20, 30 years in this market, in fact, even if you have like five years in this market, the question you have to ask yourself is, will the market see more all-time highs in the future? Because if you believe the market will see more all-time highs in the future, you shouldn't stop investing. You shouldn't stop investing. Recently, a lot of people have been asking me, whether it's on TikTok or whether it's on Instagram, a lot of people have been asking me, yo, what should I do? Or what are you doing in this market? What are you doing in this market? And my response recently is, yo, I'm like pinky and the brain with this thing. I'm buying every day. The same thing that I did last year, the same thing I did the year before, the same thing that I did three years, I am buying. That's all I'm doing. 
I continue to buy even more so I am even that much more excited to buy because now things are coming back to earth a little bit and every dollar that I'm investing now when the market is falling rather than when the market is hitting all-time highs goes much farther away it's like Howard Marks says a lot of times people think like when the market is hitting all-time highs that's the safest time to invest no that's the most dangerous time to invest not to say you shouldn't be investing when the market is hitting all-time highs but the point is your safety metric is much better off when the markets are going lower and lower where it feels like oh my god everything is turning to the worst thing ever rather than the opposite which is when things are actually going this way it's the best time you're getting more value for your dollars it's not just the price you pay to. You have to look at the companies that you're investing in. You have to look at the global climate that you're investing in. Do you believe that there are going to be new businesses formed in the world? Do you believe that we're going to be able to produce more items? We're going to be able to create more things in the world. If your answer to that is yes, you should definitely be investing. If your answer to that is no, then please go lock yourself in a bunker somewhere. And just because you're pessimistic about what the world is going to be. I'm very optimistic. I like to say that I'm an eternal optimist. Not that I believe that we just need to sing Kumbaya and everything is going to be okay. No, but more in the sense of I expect that things will be better if we work at them. And we have too many smart people in this world working at different things for things to just be horrible. And so that's what I've been doing. I just continue to pinky and the brain this thing. I continue to buy and buy and buy. It doesn't matter that if you invest at any time since January of 2021, you've lost money. I mean, the market has given back all its gains from January of 2021. And it's more than likely, not to scare anybody, but it's more than likely going to give back some more of those gains as well. And during that time, it's not time for you to freak out. It's not time for you to lament. It's not time for you to be like, oh my God, I'm losing all this money. First of all, you ain't gained that money. It's unrealized gains. In other words, until you took the money out, you haven't lost or gained anything. So there's nothing for you to be freaking out about. Leave that money in there and then keep investing, especially if you're around my age. I'm 27, but keep investing. So let's just take a quick look at my M1 finance portfolio. I haven't shared this with y'all in a minute. And I think it's just good to share because I think it's good to just reveal like, yo, it's not been going well for me. I remember the last time I shared this portfolio, it was about $12,000. Now I've lost close to $2,000 in this portfolio, in my investments right here. I've lost close to $2,000. By the way, side notes, I transferred everything from Robinhood into M1 Finance, so no more Robinhood for me. But anyway, in my passive income portfolio, if we look at the holdings, look at that. All-time return, I'm down 13% all-time. I've put in $5,600, and I, my value of my portfolio is now about $4,900. In other words, all the money I've put in here, I've lost money. Part of it is stupid decisions of investing in stocks that were at all-time highs. And I was like, yeah, I'm excited. But it's, you know, it's part of a learning lesson, right? It's part of growing and learning. If you look, the only companies that are still doing well for me are Microsoft and Apple. These are two companies that I bought when the market crashed down here. When the market crashed in 2020, I was buying them as it was going up. So I was buying them in this range. I was buying them right here. This is why I still have some positive returns on these two companies. But for the rest of them, look at that. I'm down 10% on Costco. I'm down almost 50% on Disney. I'm down 30% on Intel. So I've lost money. I've lost money. If we look at my other, uh, my big bets portfolio, it's even worse. Let's just look at my holdings in here. I'm down 19% in this portfolio which I'm kind of impressed that I'm, I'm doing a little bit better than the market <laughs> if we look at all time, but it's not that great. I mean, look at Amazon. I'm down 26%. 
Alibaba, I'm down 13%. And the only reason it's only 13% is because I trans I sold out of all the Alibaba that I originally had in this portfolio and brought the one that I had in my Robinhood portfolio into this one. So it only shows 13%, but really I'm down more than 50% with Alibaba. You guys know this, it's been painful. CrowdStrike, I'm down 8%. Sentinel One, I'm down 50%. Airbnb, I'm down 30%. All these ones, the only one that I'm doing good is, is with this Microsoft. And the only reason I'm doing good in Microsoft is this Microsoft, I bought it back in 2018, the first time I ever decided, yo, I want to buy stocks. And that's the only reason that the Microsoft is still up. And that's the original stock that I ever bought. I'm never going to sell out of that Microsoft because it's the original one I ever bought. But the point is, there isn't much that I can do. All I'm going to do is continue to buy. That's my plan. My plan is to continue to buy good companies. Because when I look at these companies that I have in here, minus Alibaba, when I look at the rest of them that I have in here, for example, Amazon, what is my expectation for Amazon? Are we going to stop using Amazon? I'm pretty sure as you are listening to me right now, some of y'all are scrolling on Amazon looking at, oh, I need to buy that thing as well. So are they going to die? Plus they have the whole cloud thing going for them as well. Then we look at CrowdStrike. Look, the more and more we, CrowdStrike and Sentinel War, the more and more we move into this world of cloud-oriented businesses, we need more, not less security. We need more security for these, uh, for these computational systems. That's where CrowdStrike comes in. Airbnb is the next one on here. That one, I'm not sure, but I'm still very excited for it because I believe Airbnb has a long road ahead of it. It has a long road ahead of it. And I believe like unlike a lot of other businesses, it faces some challenges as people slow down on traveling and all that things. It definitely faces challenges, but I don't think people are going to want to not use Airbnbs, especially when they're traveling with groups or if they're just going somewhere for a while. They're going to want to use Airbnb. Yo, I've been buying. If we look at some of the activities that I've had in here, I've been buying a few companies. I mean, I bought more Intel when it dropped below $40. I've bought more Microsoft and I've bought a little bit more Apple as it continues to drop. Now, I've, I've kind of stopped buying Apple recently, Apple and Microsoft, even though those are my two favorite companies, mainly because I started thinking about how much growth can they still have for this business? Can this business actually continue to grow at the rate that they've been growing historically? And I'm not too sure about that. However, the other thing is Microsoft and Apple are going to pay amazing dividends. They have so much free cash. They don't even know what to do with it a lot of the times. So their dividend is going to continue to grow. And so that's another reason where you can be like, yo, I'm going to keep buying Microsoft and Apple. But the point that I'm trying to make is do not let the headlines scare you. Do not let the current climate scare you. Continue to invest. Be like Pinky and the Brain. Whenever Pinky comes up to you or whenever anybody comes up to you and asks you, what are you going to do today in the stock market? You look at them and you say the same thing we do every day. Continue buying, especially within your Roth IRA, within your 401k, within your HSA, within all those tax advantage accounts. You shouldn't even look at those ones. Like you shouldn't even look, those things should just be automatic in the background. You just buying over time because you can't even have access to that thing until you're 59 and a half anyway. So you might as well let that thing ride on your benefit. When it comes to single stocks, you might want to be a little bit more particular about when am I going to buy this stock versus that stock. But in the end, the idea is for you to just keep buying. But anyway, that's all I got for y'all. I hope y'all learned one, maybe two things out of this entire thing. And if you did, hit that like button. If you loved it, hit that subscribe button. I'm going to catch y'all up in the next one. Remember, generosity is always greater than greed. God bless each and every single one of y'all. And I'm out. Peace. Whoosh.